Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 81 of the Holtcast for 7500holt.com. I'm Jack Grimsey. Alongside me is Robert Lintot. How's it going, Robert? It's going wonderfully. I enjoyed having the week off. How about you? Yeah, that. I mean, we we definitely needed it. It was terrible from Villa last we saw them, and you you just need a break after that. So sorry we missed you guys last week. Uh, thanks what for would the episode of sound as always. Like? But yeah, I just I just didn't even have anything to say. I was just that angry. I guess mm-hmm. it's not. I can't. I'm not even mad about this team anymore. It's just okay. Now we're confirmed. It's confirmed. We're going down. Yep. Whatever. We knew that. We knew yeah. November. But, you know, now it's like, okay, that's any last bit of hope and you just get embarrassed. And yeah. Because Liverpool fans are so annoying. They're not even a good team. <laughs> <laughs> They're a team that's wasted the potential of Christian Benteke. They're spending 140 k a week on Benteke. So, you know, that's kind of depressing, I guess. But God, just imagine how much better we would be without him. We'd probably be in like 19th. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Took you a second. Bro, I'm I mean, okay if, with that. Maybe, maybe, maybe 18th. That would just be worse, though. Would it be worse to finish 18th and just be like, "Oh, we were so close." Yeah, I think so. At this point, yes. I don't want us to come back and finish like two points from safety. Because yeah, then but if at, you at finish this, two this... points from safety, then you look back at that Leicester match, and you get so angry. Oh, you look back at a lot of matches and get very angry, but. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad because if, you know, say it's already we're relegated in like two weeks or something, like what if we just come back and, I don't know, make it close? I don't know. It, it Obviously, that can't happen because teams like Norwich are too close down there. And yeah. Sunderland and Newcastle are both terrible. But Yeah. I think one of my biggest irritations with this season is the fact that we're not going to be mathematically eliminated until like April because the bottom of the league is such – garbage this year yeah exactly exactly it's trash but i mean at least at least you can say that makes for a competitive league i think lester less i look they only they only have like three times as many points as villa like from top to bottom and in france when i was looking at this like a couple weeks ago psg has five times as many points as the bottom team good lord so I mean, at least it's it's more competitive, and and we'll get a, we'll get to enjoy the the Premier League next year as a neutral, Robert. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think Wait. I think maybe maybe a lot of Villa fans, uh, everyone will probably hate me for saying this, but probably would have been going for Leicester to win the league had Villa not been in the Premier League this year. I don't disagree. If it weren't for Jamie Vardy, I would be entirely behind Leicester at this point. As much as I hate them, because I really yeah. do hate Leicester, but. It's I not kind just of want to see Nigel someone... Pearson and his kid and the other stuff they did. It's not just Vardy, but yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot to dislike about them, including the and fans. They, they kind of should almost be our rivals, you know. Yeah, and at the same time, my desire to see someone that isn't one of the big four win it is overriding that. I know I'm a traitor to my own cause. I I think I'll die if Spurs win it. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, but there's remember, no way. Remember the Addy Cup? How funny would it be if the Addy Cup ended with them getting first and us getting 20th? Yeah, but how funny would it be if we beat them and they lose a the title by a point? <laughs> that would be even better, actually. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I don't know. At this point, you're 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 certain we're relegated, though. Yeah, but I mean, anyways, let's get back to Liverpool. The only team that'd be worse to see win the league than Spurs. <coughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a good result. I. I don't know. The first five minutes we came out and it was like, ah, you know. It was not a good result is the single biggest understatement of this season. Maybe of my we, life, but we lost six to nothing and you're like, yeah, it wasn't a good result. Yeah, it was not not an ideal performance, I guess, by by any stretch of the imagination. No, you're it was too much football manager. Just give them no, those quotes. I've been, I've been in an office too much where you can't say that was fucking dreadful. <laughs> and, and there we have it. That's actually what yeah. that match was. Yeah. So, seriously, six? You Did you even try? Did you even try after three? No. We, we know the answer to that question thanks to Julian Lescott. No, they did not try. Yeah, he was probably fucking tweeting during the match. <laughs> he might as well have been. No, mate. It was me bum. <sighs> yeah. Oh. God, yeah. Good um, lord. We'll we'll get to Lescott in a minute here because boy, there's a lot to get to. But good, uh, good reminder to never tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got down here Bun as a talking point here. How culpable do yeah, you feel uh, he was in this? Oh, you know, it, I don't think it very much can be put down to Mark Bun. You know, he didn't have the best game of his career. He wasn't. He could have pulled off some saves, and we could have lost by four. Does it? It doesn't really matter. But your your confidence is going to be in in the toilet after you concede six, even if I don't know. Even if somebody ran into you and they you were lying on the ground for ten minutes and they just kept putting it in, you know, you'd still be depressed. I should have done something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, but uh, the the question becomes, you know, if if at this point you decide you want to bench Bun, do you really take that chance with Guzan? Um, you may as well try to put him in the shop window. He's in the he's shop window. He plays for the U.S. team. He's started for us for three years in a row. Everyone knows what you're getting with Brad Guzan. Yeah, and all, people also know that he's not even starting for the worst team in the Premier League. Yeah. I, Not even like a top 100 team in Europe, which, ouch. Not Probably not even a top 200 team at this point. In Europe? Oh, yeah. Mm. As crap as we are, I uh, still okay, would like to think okay. we wouldn't get relegated in most of the continental leagues. No, but, okay, so top 100, I guess. But Yeah, definitely. Maybe. I mean, there's probably a few championship teams better than us, but I think... The bottom half of France and Spain, we could beat. Maybe the bottom three. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe this, bottom this half. This team just doesn't look like they can beat anyone. They don't look like they can beat anyone at this point. They don't even look like they can beat the U21s. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, well, okay, so if the whole back four... The whole back five was rested, I guess, including Bun. Who was even playing? In that U21 Bakuna, match? Bakuna and Ayu were on the other team. In, in the U21 match you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know Sincla Sinclair yeah. played. Sinclair must have been the striker for the senior team. Yeah. Yeah, and that story got so misreported. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cool thing to do. Oh, Villa are so bad. Let's just tweet some bad stuff about them. People will think it's really funny. What, whatever. Okay, it's, don't have to lie. We're bad. We know it. Okay. I mean, and when I saw the headline, it was admittedly hilarious, but turns out the actual story was not really all that there. So yeah, they they act like they act like a junior level team has never beaten the senior team in a friendly. Yeah. Or especially like, we'll get preseason friendly. I don't know that that shit happens all the time. Or a senior team missing what half of its starters. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really and the U twenty one team actually being decent. Yeah, and having some of the senior team players on it. Yeah. No, there. You know. It was it was a poorly reported story, but it's good for a punchline every now and again. Oh yeah, I mean, but Bill aren't really short of those. <laughs> Um, is there anything really worth talking about? Can you really even take anything from Liverpool from that match? Um, it's over. <laughs> I mean, are there any Liverpool's goal difference over? only went to plus two after it? <laughs> That's a good point. So uh, I mean, they're they're miserable, but yeah, I find it hard to draw any conclusions except for the broadest two conclusions that you can. One, there's no more hope left. And two, this team has definitely given up on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, and for for number one that you said it doesn't really matter, but number two, I think you have to start bringing in some fresh blood. Yep. Just start start using the kids from the youth team and see what they can do. Yeah, exactly. It's um, because who cares? The season's over. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, what does it matter if you throw in Russian Hepburn Murphy? I guess the one worry could be that you blow their confidence, but that's pretty easy, I feel. You tell them... No way. There's, there, it's still a youth kid fighting, I think, for a first-team spot, and there's no confidence. Yeah, and, I, and I think you make it obviously clear to them that you know there's no pressure here. We're going down if it's you or the guy who should be starting anyway, so just go out there and try to prove to us what you have. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I think any of those guys playing alongside... Uh, Ayu or or Rudy, they, I mean, there's a lot they could learn from those guys too. P- just playing with them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, even just I, I don't know, even just being on the bench and training more, and and you know Jordan Lydon's going to play more. Yep. Down the stretch. I want to see some of him. I would like to see Hepburn Murphy play some again. You know, I'd like to see yeah, more I know, than that one with cameo. Hurt. What a couple for the last two matches that we had just Gabby. Yeah, because I he's only been suspended for two, I guess, but. Yeah, I was I was thinking maybe he could come in, but I knew he was hurt then. I don't know if he's he's fit yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to see some of him. And is it too early for him? Probably. I, in fact, almost absolutely. Yeah, he was he played last year. Hmm. He played last year against Sunderland. Yeah, and it was probably too early for him then, and it's probably too early now. But at the same time, what's it gonna? What harm will it do? Get him some experience. Get him a chance. Uh, yeah, let the let them bond with the guys a bit when they when they go on a road trip. You yeah, know. absolutely. If you're not confident in Brad Guzan or Mark Bunn, try one of the younger keepers. Eh, hey, I don't know about that. That's the only confidence thing I think is if you go up and you you leak six, uh, kid's probably not going to be the same if it's the first time he plays in the Premier League. I mean, I suppose, but at the same time, then he can just point to Mark Bunn and look say, "Look, I'm just like a Premier League player." Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I think you're right. We do need to play some of those youth. I I oh, don't know looks, what what the right combo is though. 
it looks like Adama is going to be coming back soon, which is that's really good. And Yay. today, I saw Jordan Amavi may, maybe could be back by the end of the year for like the last two games. Or I I don't believe back. that for a minute. I mean, he's young, so you think he could get over the injury quicker than some but guys. Think, but don't how... do it because one, don't put him in the shop window. Two, uh-huh. I guess two. If he gets injured, then he's ours. Yeah. But, I mean, think of how many times as Aston Villa fans we've heard he might be back for the end of the season. Like, Akora, Kozak, um, who else did we have? Oh, that doesn't count. Why not? Because we, because they kept being wrong about him? Yeah, because they broke his leg. Yeah, but, I mean, so it's like how many times have we been told, oh, they might be back, and then they're never back. They're never back. I, there's no way he's yeah. back before the end of the season. And like you said, it would be stupid. Why put him in the shop window when we basically have him on lockdown for next year in the championship where he could be a lethal threat? Yeah, yeah. He'll probably be the favorite to be our player of the year. Yeah, I mean, he wrote about it for I mean, I don't know. And it was yeah. really, yeah. He had good yeah, things to say. I don't know how much he'll score, and if he stays with Villa, that'll be he'll have the chance to be the star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um could he be one of the stars of the championship, do you think? I think Villa, Villa are a team that should be hoping to have maybe three three players in the championship team of the season next year, hopefully. Because, yeah. you know, if you win the league, you're probably going to have three studs. Yeah, I kind of could see him being... Remember a couple of years ago when Aaron Cresswell was sort of that stud out of the championship that everyone wanted? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could see Amavi doing that. Yeah. Um, and that would make me nothing but happy. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. And I know we got one one question about this. I think a lot earlier, maybe yesterday, even or something. Where do you see us next year at this time? And yeah, I mean, I think hopefully sitting in first. Yeah, realistically, every, a lot of people keep saying a, a bounce back should be possible with this club. I'm not sure I buy that. I totally agree. Uh, Alex Carson wrote on the site earlier this week that there's no way in hell Villa suffered the double drop, and I totally agree with that. Oh, no chance. No yeah, chance. That's not happening. That said, I don't buy into the optimism that this is a team that will go down and bounce back up in one year. I think Villa finish 8th or ninth next year. I think if we're sitting in, in the top 8 within 5 points of 4th or, or so or 5th, you know, just reasonably within a playoff spot on February 25th next season, that's okay. Yeah. I think so, but I, I think I, the way that Villa's season is going to go is there's going to be a lot of new guys, and I think it's going to take a while for them to get used to it, just like just like this team. And but by this time of the year, they'll have played a lot of matches together, and they'll be superior in talent to a lot of their a lot of their opposition. You have to feel so maybe they could maybe they could start to gel and make a a late push. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I I can see it. I still think it's going to be a team that ends up you know eighth or ninth in that league next year. And then the year after, I think they have a real legitimate shot at coming back up. Yeah, you just think getting getting the young guys in for two years? Yep. I, I, I can't – given how terrible this year has been, I can't see them just being able to turn it around. This, I mean, you then know, again, there's a point – You're for sure losing V after next season. Yeah. I mean, there's a point to be made that there's been a lot of bad luck this season. But it has. it's not like one of those teams where a few bad breaks sent us into the draw. We've been I mean, comprehensively you can't, you can't bad. Shoot and hit the post and have it rebound all the way into your own goal. Yeah, and you know, we've been comprehensively bad. So yeah, it's not a team that I can see. 
oh, we just barely got relegated. We're definitely a Premier League team. No, we look like a championship team this year. Yeah, an average one at that. Yeah, and so I, I'm not sure I buy the one-year bounce back. I, I obviously hope it happens, and it would be great if it did. I just, I'm not planning on it. Yeah. Um. um all right, so let's let's kind of change the pace and move on to something we're not going to see this weekend because Villa are away at Stoke. But in the next three coming home matches, there's planned protests by a group called Out the Door on 74, or that's that's what the movement's called, I guess. Um, I think OTD 074 on Twitter. Um, anyways, um, staging protests to leave in the 74th minute because Villa founded in 1874. I guess that's the significance and somewhat at the end at the end of the match kind of like what Liverpool did to protest the the raising ticket prices which worked but mm-hmm. it might not have the same effect as Liverpool because we probably won't be up 2-0 at the time and then all the fans leaving you can't blame blowing the game on that yeah absolutely um <clears throat> I kind of enjoyed once this got announced in our own slack room Rory skiing uh, went on a little tirade and said a Villa are particularly bad right from the whistle, you know, because you said they're not going to be winning. They're bad right from the whistle. Uh, what about out the gate after minute eight or, okay, I'm done after minute one? Yeah, and, and I'm not going to get to all the Twitter questions yet, but one I did just get uh, from Dave did 8-3. Um, what it, it was, would the protest hold more weight by not going rather than paying the money to just leave with 15 minutes left? Um, to go, especially as the money for tickets would have been bought, so along with a picture to ETC, so they are still benefiting financially. As such, they don't care if people leave after one minute. Um, sadly, I think, or surely, but uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's what James Rushton was saying in a in a piece last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there just not go. Yeah, there are definite issues with this. The problem with the just don't go is the fact that there's enough season ticket holders who already have paid, and whether they go or not, the same issue arises. They paid for that ticket. The club are going to get revenue off of them. Yeah, but you're not going to buy a pie and a pint if you're sitting at home on your couch. That's true. Um, So it becomes, you know, do we need a full commercial boycott or do we need a walkout? Um, I don't know. I, I see it. I see a much higher chance of success without the door on 74 than I do with, hey, don't buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, don't buy a ticket, though, for, you know, it's because season ticket holders, like you're saying. Yeah. I guess my issue is I can't imagine. Especially because a lot of the matches aren't, aren't on TV that it's kind of stupid not to go if you have a ticket. Yeah. It's, I can't imagine that a single match's revenue is that huge of a percentage uh, for the year. Like if we did that sort of a boycott, yeah, it would be noticed. It would be talked about. I don't think it would have the financial impact that everyone seems to think it would have. It would be what big. Are there, like, six home matches. Yeah. Maybe something like that left, but, but I mean, know, how many are left? Like six I or think seven. It's but, about six, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, match day revenue would probably be half because people are still going to go. Yeah. The so, least you could probably get to is like 20,000, you know? Yeah. So I I kind of like the walkout idea. I also like the fact of the walkout um, because it really, on television, it it will show well. You can do that dramatic before and after. Yeah, it's really bad press for the club, which is what 
understandably the fan groups want to do because just you have to show something to the ownership that seemingly only cares about PR or something like that. And revenue is that, okay, you need to give us a better product if we're going to be customers, honestly. Yeah. So I guess the big question with this becomes, um, and I'm honestly not arguing one side or another here, but the big question becomes, is there even a point to something like this? I mean, what's the goal and does it achieve its objective if we do this walkout on the 74th minute? I think it's just so that the, the ownership, again, just knows that, knows that the fans are there. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that. Um, at the same time, just to play devil's advocate, because, again, I do like this movement, actually. I think this is probably the best way to approach it. But to play devil's advocate here, the ownership already know we're there. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Obviously, but just to have some respect, I guess maybe. I mean, but, and and the thing the thing is, it seems like the movement's well organized. Obviously, we'll have to mm -hmm. see how it comes off, but doesn't it's not just chucked together at the last second. Yeah, um, I was I was particularly impressed that this movement is so well organized that they got uh, Chris and Steve over on Villa Review to be like, yeah, we're we're okay with this. Two people who have been notoriously against all forms of protest thus far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Chris actually had a really good article in The Guardian today. I did not see that. What was it? Oh, um, I don't know. It was just just about how Villa are just a piece of trash, basically. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and so I guess the idea is get attention, get eyeballs. And I, I can see that. And I think it will work. I think it will be successful. Um, you know, the question becomes, how else does this get coordinated? Do we at 7,500 go silent after the 74th minute post our match report and accuracy be damned. No, no. Why not? You have a responsibility to the readers, because some people would probably genuinely want to watch the match, but can't. Okay. But at the same time, you know, some of those people that are standing up and leaving genuinely want to watch the match, but they're trying to stand by their principles. Well, you have to decide. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do wonder, you know, is this something that the internet community embraces? Is this something that goes around that far, or is it something that's basically limited to Villa Park? Yeah, and I don't know. Personally, I mean, I'm obviously not spending any money on a ticket. I want to see what the protest looks like, so I'm going to watch the rest of the match to find out. Yeah, I, I get that. And, yeah, and so, yeah, when I've thought to myself, do we stop coverage at 74? Yeah, well, the problem is if we stop coverage at 74, we don't really get to cover the actual walkout. Mm -hmm. Which, in some way, defeats the purpose of the walkout. I guess so, but if if the point is that if it doesn't matter to the fans, you know, it doesn't matter. I guess you know. Yeah, I'm 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 sort of intrigued. I really hope this is successful. I hope they organize as well as it looks like they're organized. Because if it's something like what happened at Liverpool, I think it can be a really good statement, a really loud statement. Yeah, exactly, and especially because Villa fans generally are pretty loud. Yeah, that's so, true. That's Apparently, they were at their loudest of the season after we went down by six. Yeah. So, you know, the and the I don't know. Some of the players deserve your support still. Yeah, some of them. Like, some the of them. Young sure guys are going to be going to be trying, and like Bakuna, like that dude would he would do anything to yep. to play in goal, like honestly. But yep, he's not a great player, but, but by God, God, no one else is. Has you know given more to Villa than Bakuna has, but Lescott, like you were just about to say, good lord. Yeah, yeah, Lescott. I, I hope he doesn't see the pitch for the rest of the year. You can Jordan, I you can come back, whatever. Yeah, Lescott, no thanks. Yeah, Lescott. I mean, 
getting over the fact that he tweeted out a picture of a car and then tried to convince me that his butt tweeted that from his phone while driving. Please getting, sell him to China. Yeah, Tom getting Fox. over that, which I think is just a bunch of BS. Um, you've got the first part of that apology, which was, we apologize for not trying. Well, why in the hell weren't you trying? You're getting paid well enough. You're I don't already care. there. You're, like, you may as well. It's not like... I don't care if you get paid well and suck. I've said this numerous times. If you get paid well and suck, it's the club's fault for signing that contract to you. If you yeah, get paid exactly. well and don't even put in full effort, then you can piss right off. Yeah. It just it infuriates me. You, know, you can't hold it against someone if they're bad. I mean, that's just it was a bad decision to sign that person, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not Charles Inzogbia's fault that he's on the wages he's on. Yeah. It just, you know. Ugh. But Lescott, on the other hand, go screw. Mm, yeah. Do without him. Um, yeah, okay. Um, before we get to Twitter questions, got one more thing on the agenda. And it's I just want to talk a little bit about <laughs> Remy Guard so far at Villa. And uh, Herbert Crowther had an article about that on the site. So um, I guess his, his first point was saying that it's, it's been average so far. And personally, I have to agree with that. It's you know, it's been some ups and downs, but it, it was never really going anywhere either way. Yeah, I would totally buy that as well. And I think, and I think average needs to be taken within context. Given the tools at his disposal, he has done an average job. Yeah, you I can mean, only evaluate someone based on what they have to work with. You, if he you got put these Mourinho results, in at Villa, we would still be in the same position. Yeah, if he got these results at Chelsea, then no, he would not have done an average job. But he got these results at Aston Villa, and Aston Villa are right now junk. So he has done, I think, an average job. Neither much yeah, more than we expected. Players. Hmm? He has zero of his own players. Yeah. But he's I don't not think, one player. Yeah, I don't think he's done much more than expected, nor do I think he's done much less than expected. He's done exactly what I thought he would. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I'll buy average for that. Yeah, and Herbert also said it was it was an effective tenure, which, you know, it's it's hard to argue, but if, if he stays on, that brings stability that we haven't really had. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, at least stability with someone that you want to have. <laughs> you mean as opposed to Paul Lambert's stability? Yeah, or Alex McLeish's stability when okay. you draw 16 games or something. And, um, yeah, no, I, I think I would also buy effective at this point. He's gotten more out of this club than Sherwood did. Uh, he's gotten this club minus that Liverpool result playing at a better level. They're still not good, but they're better. Yeah, he didn't waste any money. <laughs> he may have tried. He wasn't given the opportunity to. I tried, yeah. you gotta give him, got to give him the points for trying, I guess. But, you know, he didn't buy Rudy just dead. Yeah, that's true. If you really were going to buy Rudy, like, I mean, I guess Kozak was still hurt. So you could have sold Kozak. Yeah, you could have, or, you know... No, you don't need two of the same players, whatever. Also, I don't think Kozak was hurt. He played a lot in the preseason. Yeah, he was playing in the preseason, yeah, I know. So, no, Kozak wasn't hurt. Kozak was perfectly fine. Apparently. Um, Yeah, anyways, let's let's get to to Twitter questions. And we already already had that one. Where where did the other ones go? Um, Which ones are you looking for? The ones from the seventy five hundred tweet, but here's one. It's it's just the food the food question from Tyler Fisher. Food question of the week. 
um, temperature 21. Uh, what's, what spice level can you handle in your Thai food? I learned that medium is way too spicy for me. So I'm gonna, God, I think I like spicy things, but in my Thai food, I'm going to go with mild. I'm a wimp. Yeah, you know, you can't get lost in the sauce. You want to be able to enjoy the food. Yeah, because, you know what, I really like the flavors of Thai food. I like, you know, some of those things that I'm getting, and I don't want to mask it with heat. Um, if we're talking what I can handle, I'll probably be with Tyler. I can, you know, do a, a medium. But what I want, give me a mild. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I uh, Tyler da or Tadami actually suggested that the question brought it up, I guess, and when I was in Nashville, he told me to go to this place called Hetty B's Hot Chicken, and I got hot, and I think the only level above that was damn hot, and the, one of the chicken I ate was damn hot. <laughs> <laughs> I have lately really wanted some of that hot chicken, and I don't oh, want the stuff from KFC. That's good. Here, KFC, I don't even think that's chicken. <laughs> um, uh, what other questions do we have here? I'm trying to look. I know we had a bunch. Uh... I know we should have, yeah, we should sorry. like sorry no, the one got got uh caught up in, in your tweet because you were talking about drinking before the podcast I'm sorry I ruined everything by drinking before the podcast yeah what the hell but <laughs> I don't know oh and getting trolled by it's getting trolled by Stoke fans earlier on Twitter today because I said I, I hate Stoke and I hope we win I don't, I don't know if you saw the stuff I was getting. Uh -huh. I did. It was kind of enjoyable. Um, I know we had one other like legitimate question. Oh, oh okay. We had one from Dustin. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, will you be walking out of the podcast in the 74th minute? And no, because we never go that long, but I think we actually have went, um, went longer than we usually do. But anyways, here's one from a Stoke fan. What on earth have we done to be so deserving of your hate? And that <laughs> and the other Stoke fans were saying that they're I was like I hate Stoke and the, someone said jealousy is a terrible thing and I said imagine being jealous of Stoke <laughs> someone else tweeted we I hate you good luck in the championship and I go we I hate you too <laughs> uh, so and, yeah yeah Stoke and the, then the Stoke fan was bragging about being in the cup final or the cup semifinal. Oh, God. Cool, we were there. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, oh, my God. You know, the funny thing is, with that question, what have Stoke done to deserve your hatred? The answer is Stoke of a few years ago. Pulis. That's what, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, but the answer actually segues really nicely into our Stoke preview, which is the fact that, my God, this team is nothing like the Stoke that we once knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, it's... I mean, they still they still have Stephen they have Stephen Ireland, so I mean, you have to hate them for that, just on principle. And it's goddamn giant fish tanks. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's really kind of interesting because in my head, when I think Stoke, I still think of those Tony Pulis years. I still think of basically the northern you think of a version. Roy of the long throw that's headed down by Kenwin Jones for Peter Crouch to tap in or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. And they still have Crouch, but he's only played like two games this year. Yeah, I think of a northern West Bromwich Albion, and it turns out they're actually not like that anymore. That actually I, plays rugby. <laughs> and I, But I just can't shake that image. So 
is there anything to hate about Stoke at this point, other than Stephen Ireland? Yeah, I mean that's that's going to be this the Stoke that I forever know. But I don't I don't know. It's they have they have Jack Butland in goal, and he's great young England talent, and they have Shea Given, so that that makes them less hateable, I guess. But he just seems like a nice guy. But uh, I don't I know. They they have they have Bojan, and they have Ibrahim Afalai. And they have Zerd and Shakiri, and they're all great. And like, and Gianelli and Bula, who they just signed from Porto, they spend like eighteen million on them or something. Like, yeah. Uh, another because again, I mean, they have uh, Jeff Cameron and his his hot takes that could melt steel beams on Twitter.com. But I, I mean, all of my thoughts come from Villa Review, I guess. But as as they pointed out on their episode this week, Stoke have built their team the way Aston Villa should have built their team. They're yeah. real, I mean, there was no discernible difference four years ago between these two clubs, except for the fact that Villa were maybe in a better position than more Stoke. I don't know. Stoke never plays any youth players, like except except Butland, I guess now. But like they never they never promote, and they would just. I mean, it was a bad financial policy that they had up until recently of just buying people that would play their last contract. They're kind of like still kind of useful players, but they'd never be able to sell them for anything. Yeah. I mean, bad financial policy that has them in 10th place. It certainly looks more sustainable. I mean, yeah, but. So, I mean, it's, you know, for years I thought that maybe Villa were kind of going in the right direction in terms of wage cutting and sustainability and whatnot. But at this point, if you ask me, would I rather follow that Stoke model of weird-ass contracts and whatnot or the Aston Villa model, give me Stoke every single day. Yeah, I, I guess so, but you you only... I mean, they have good players. Like, Jonathan Walters is pretty good. Yeah, because they bought good players. Yeah. So, and we haven't. But they, I mean, they've bought, they've bought good players recently. They've bought better players recently. And like, yeah, and now they're in 10th, and, you know, it looks pretty sustainable to me. It doesn't look like they're a team. They're never going to be a team at this rate that challenges for one of those European spots, but they're also never going to be a team that should really seriously fear relegation. I don't know. if I think anyone in England's got a feel if you get it right one year, you could get to the Europa League. I mean, you could, but I, it's, it's not a team that I set and think, oh, well, they're definitely going oh, to challenge. Oh, by, by no means. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, so, like even Palace were up there for a point this season. Now they're, in, they're behind Chelsea now. Like, what? Yeah, right? And, of course, no one will ever be the success story that Leicester is. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. except the people that bet on Leicester. <laughs> so, I don't know. I... I'm kind of impressed with the Stoke model. They've managed to recover from the Tony Pillows years. To yeah, become Mark a, res- is a good manager. Yeah, and they're now a respectable mid-table club. Yeah, um, they've, they've had a really up-and-down season. I tweeted earlier, it was like, it was a graph of their season, and the, they started off pretty slow, and then they, they got to like sixth or something. But then they, just before before this, their last win over Bournemouth, they lost five in a row. Yeah. I guess three only three were in the league. They got dumped out of both cups. But you know they're they're okay. They're in, like you said, tenth, thirty six points and a minus five goal difference. I mean it's respectable. They haven't gotten beaten six nil this season. Mm-hmm. Do tell me, are there any clubs that have gotten beaten six nil this season? Mm, how many times? <laughs> None that I can think of. <laughs> some, some teams in Spain, I don't know. They play Real and they lose by like eight. You know, that's just <laughs> the next step, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think this is going to be a tough match for Villa. I don't see Villa doing all that wonderfully in this. Yeah, but at the at the same time, Stoke only have two fit defenders. Yeah, that's true. 
I uh, I have I have Butland on my fantasy team on the bench, and the temptation to play him this week was Ooh, so captain strong. Captain Villacan score. Uh, what was that? I said you should captain him. Villacan score. Yeah, except I've also got check against Man United. Man mm, United look good today. They beat Midgetland. Yeah, I know, and yeah, I still don't. Memphis buy is going to let him. I might have to get Memphis back in my team. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. I can't tell. Because you know the moment I play Butland, uh, Villa score four. Mm, yeah. Well, take one for the team, Robert. <laughs> I want to see the score four. I was just going to say, actually, maybe that's the perfect idea to do there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I think it'll be not the most thrilling match ever. Yeah, you know, neither Norwich Liverpool a couple weeks ago I didn't think it would be thrilling, and it was 4-5, but that was just a junk match, too. All the goals were just garbage. There was only one save. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what? The, like, what? So what do Villa have to play for in this match at this point? I mean, yeah, I, as I wrote down in the notes, just you have to play for pride, and that was what I kind of what I wrote about today, and also just to try to develop some chemistry for next season just there's nothing left this season. Yeah, no, it's it's gone. I mean, the worst part is the fact that it's not mathematically gone. I really just wish it were so I could really say that and be 100% confident in what I say. Yeah, even when yeah. I say it's gone, there's a little voice in the back of my head that says, we could come back, it could happen. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I should just drink that voice into oblivion. Yeah, pr probably it would be uh, ideal. Yeah. I'll go look for some 74-proof alcohol. <laughs> oh, my God. Or maybe You're some go one out on 74, out the door. Drop dead. Um, yep, yep, yep. Play some youth in this match, you think? Yeah, why not? Why not? Don't play Julian Lescott in this match? I, I think you, yeah, in, in midfield you keep at least Ghana and Vertu because they're developing something useful. And mm -hmm. Carlos Hill, I mean, who knows if he'll be around next season, but. He could do nice things in the Who knows if anyone will be around next season, you know? The club's not in a position to say no. Like, players that you might not think will get sold randomly could get sold if someone just decides they want them. Like, the yep. club's not going to be like, no, they're going to need the cash. Yep. It's, it's really frustrating at this point. I'm not, I, I know I've said this a lot this season, but I really have no idea what to say about this team right now. I, and and yeah. I know that makes me a horrible analyst, and it does not make for the most exciting podcast, and I apologize. But what the hell do you say about this team right now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, th I think there are going to be some goals in this one, though. I hope so. Need some form of entertainment. I think it's going to be 2-2. Two, two. All right. I would buy that. But my, my betting account's empty, and I'm not putting any more money back in, so... <laughs> You can put money in one of them when match. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah, all I got yeah. for Stoke. I'm sorry. See, we'll, we'll see if Villa can get it done in a maybe yeah. cold, wet afternoon in Stoke. <laughs> yes, you were so be... excited to write that. Yeah, I know. I, th I thought, oh, probably the last time I'm going to write this. But I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's, but it's Saturday at 3 GMT and 10 Eastern yeah. for you if you're watching. We're going to have coverage through all the 90 minutes on 7,500 a whole on Twitter and, and on the site. You can, can join the open thread and comment with some of the people on there if you want. And just want to say thanks for listening. We're still on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, Google Play, 
um, yeah, that wherever wherever you find us, you can still find us there. And yeah, so for for Robert Lintot, I'm Jack Grimsey. Thanks for listening or watching to the whole cast.